Hey, community. Hey, Intuitivo community. Um, Ricardo Rojas. I'm very happy to be in this new podcast now uh, for this new year, 2023. I'm very excited to have a newcomer here, a new guest, uh, Renato Wecker. Renato Wecker is a product management, technical senior product manager from Rocket Chat. Um, I don't know, Renato, you can present yourself and give a little bit of your uh, introduction yourself. I'm very happy for you to be here. Yeah, likewise. Um, hello, everyone. Hello, Ricardo. Yes, um, I am Renato Becker. Um, first, first of all, I, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me here. I hope we can produce something useful, useful for your community and, and your audience. So in terms of, 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 of background, um, and by the way, I'm from Brazil, very southern Brazil. I'm very near to uh, Argentina and Uruguay. So, um, and in terms and of- the best of my, team in Brazil, Grêmio. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Suarez is, is here now, so, uh, sorry. Uh, yes, um, in terms of my, my technical background, I, um, I've been working for Rocket Chat, right, for about five years. Um, a little bit of context, Rocket Chat is the world's largest open source communication platform. I believe we'll uh, talk more about that as you go. Um, I graduated back in 2017. Um, um, I, I have a, a degree in digital information systems. And uh, yes, I spent a, a lot of time in college. Please don't do that. Um, yes, and, and like thousands of, of product managers, my, my career in, uh, in tech companies started on, on the engineering side of, of products, yeah. right? Um, since the beginning, I wanted to solve problems, you know, and, and I wanted to use technology to help people um, to be more efficient and, and, and to solve their, their own problems. So. Yes, um, throughout my journey, I've been in different technical positions and until I realized that, you know, the time for a career path uh, had come. You know, I realized that um, I could um, help on the other side of, of, of products, um, on the management side. And uh, yes, I think we can discuss more in depth product management um, in the podcast. No, that's awesome, Renato. Um, I'm, as my community and the community of Intuitivo knows, I'm really a big fan of yours. Um, as Just to give the community some context, I used to work with Renato. I, I used to have uh, almost a year. Um, I was a product manager in, in Rocket Chat. It was a great experience, one of the best experiences I had as a product manager. I, I am also a product manager uh, as well. So I know I'm a big fan of Renato's work. He's, uh, he started as a software engineer and he realized that product management, it's like uh, having superpowers. <laughs> so he, he, he wanted to go in that route uh, professionally and, and thank God that he's a, uh, um, a product manager because he, he basically, as he said, uh, he's a problem solver. Um, and, and, and we're going to be talking about that. Um, um, just to give context to the community, I'm the CEO and founder of Intuitivo. Intuitivo is a community that started in 2019 as a tech incubator. And then we moved as an accelerator. And now we're moving as a net tech platform for product management, entrepreneurship, and high tech. So we're going to have a really good, uh, you know, position to become um, an scalable product, you know, platform for teaching those courses in Assassin to you. So um, also I'm a senior technical product manager at Jalo. Jalo, it's, uh, um, it's very funny because Jalo, it's a client from Rocket Chat and we use the services from, from Rocket Chat as well. So uh, Jalo, um, Yellow, it's a conversational commerce uh, company, um, and I'm very happy to to be in, in that company as well. And and just going to to the questionings now, uh, Renato, how you feel about working in a remote environment in in a global startup? How 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 has been your 
your experience in Rocket Chat. Uh, I don't know if you can tell us a little bit uh, about your experience because right now everyone is talking about going back to the office. COVID, it's no longer a, 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 a talking point. And, 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 and I think many companies are saying like, um, you know, we want you back to the office, but I think the companies that offers remote work and have this globalized vision like Rocket Chat or Jalo are going to be making a big difference of attracting the best talent. So that's my question. Well, several questions, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's go through this. Yes, uh, Rocket Chat is the first company um, that uh, I work remotely, you know, um, and uh, I've been around for about five years and I can't see myself, um, you know, working in a different approach. You know, I think it's all about trust. Um, and, and, you know, um, I believe that after COVID, other companies, they are uh, now, they are not, um, they, they, they were forced to follow the same, right? Because they, you know, for obvious reasons. And, and now people realize that they can, they can even be more productive working from home. You know, as I said, it's all about trust. If there is trust involved, then, uh, uh, you know, uh, you will likely achieve even more results. I really like that. And I really encourage people to try that, right, if possible. So um, it's been a great journey. You know, Rocket Chat is, is uh, a remote first company. There are people from about uh, 35 countries working for Rocket Chat. And it's interesting because, you know, um, Ricardo and I, we worked together for about one year. We have never been in the same room. And here we are, you know, great uh, friendships can be made on top of this kind of uh, methodology approach and, and so on. Yeah. No, and that's true. Uh, one word that stuck with your... Uh, with what you were saying, uh, Renato, was confidence, right? Confidence, and because if you have like a, <clears throat> sorry, if you have like a micromanagement and not have confidence in your in your teams, it's not going to work, right? A synchronously kind of uh, remote working kind of those kind of uh, methodologies were those kind of work environments are not going to work. So, yeah, I totally Absolutely. agree. Absolutely. I agree. Um, you know, within a micromanagement um, environment, you know, you don't feel encouraged to, to go the extra mile sometimes. And uh, working for a startup, you need to do that. Um, so, yep. you know, I love the, the micromanagement approach. You know, when you know what you need to do um, and, you know, um, it's not about how many hours you work for, for a company. It's about the results you, you, you give in return, right? Right. And uh, companies, they are achieving success by incorporating this approach. The ones that were not doing that before COVID. No, that's, that's, that's true. That's true. And, and one question, how you make it in a global startup, how you can be successful in a global startup based on your opinion uh, and working in Rocket Chat? Uh, yes, yes. Um, it's all about culture and values, right? Um, and, uh, and here in Rocket Chat, there is also an additional component. We are a tech company and uh, we provide open source uh, communication solution. So it's something that, you know, um, people, they, 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 want to, they, they want to work for companies like that. I want to, to, um, to work for an open source communication solution. Um, and, uh, you know, as I said before, the culture and values, they are the pillars of the entire organization. It's how you scale. So if you have a strong culture and values, if people follow that, you know, uh, you likely achieve success. No, that's that's truly that's truly awesome, right? Because there's many startups, right? But they don't if they don't have a real real you know engagement, if they don't have a real strong culture, if they don't have a real uh, strong values, 
uh, they're not going to stick with people, right? Uh, people are not going to believe the, 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 the true mission or the true vision of the company, right? Where we headed, what are our goals, what are our OKRs or what are our objectives, right? Uh, so I think it's it's really, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and and in, a, in, uh, in addition, Ricardo, another important note here is that, um, you know, developers, people from, from other areas, they, mm -hmm. they like what open source communication platforms stand for. They want to be part of that, right? Right. Um, and um, you know, in this kind of environment, people they they feel like they have room um, uh, for innovation, right? They can they, they they can speak up, they can share their ideas, and uh, I, I I strongly believe that that's the way to go, right? You need to give people room to share their ideas, what they believe. Right. If they uh, don't agree with something, they need to be able to speak up. They need, they need room, right? No, that's true. If they have an open environment that they can share their ideas and disagreements in a respectful way, I think those those are the the magic kind of startups that you can start seeing the magic happen, right? Uh, start seeing okay uh, the collaboration, what works, that what doesn't work. No, that's, I totally agree. Uh, uh, yeah, that's amazing. When you, feel, when you feel like you are part of the culture and because yeah. culture is constantly evolving and yeah. you are part of that, you know, you are totally. part of the company now and the newcomers, they also join this environment that you are helping to build. That's something yeah. important. Amazing. We have a question, Renato, and I think you're going to, you're gonna know who is asking the question. As a PM for a global startup, what is the good balance between a sync and a sync communication that still keep good decisions and deliverables? What is the good balance between sync and sync communication? Oh, Gabriel Casals. I don't know this guy. No, I'm just <laughs> Hey, Gabriel. Nice. Thank you for the for the good question. He's a good friend of ours. He's a senior engineering manager. Uh, from Rocket Chat, and he's a great ma mind, uh, great mentor. He's a yeah, great person, great personality. Yes, and great question. So, um, share my thoughts on on this. Um, successful companies they are not driven by uh, personal uh, preferences; they are driven by strategy, right? Yeah. So, once you have a strong strategy. Once people believe that they, you know, the, the organization is going in the right direction, then, uh, you know, you don't need to have a lot of meetings every single day. You know what the job to be done is. You know where we are going. We are just following through a strategy. And, and, and it's important to have people aboard, you know, um, to get their buy-in. And then you can find the right balance then between sync and async communication. Sometimes um, uh, you need to, 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 to have checkpoint meetings. You need to, to make decisions ba based on something that has just emerged. That's the real life within a startup. But um, overall, I would say that sync communication is a must have. Otherwise people will feel overwhelmed and that's not, uh, that's not sustainable, right? Yeah, totally, totally. And, it, and it's a really fine, delicate balance right thin red line right because if you have so many asynchronous or a non-async communication uh people are going to be meetings all the day right or if they have many asynchronous communication they're not going to be speaking and they don't have that team bonding bonding right so it's a really fine balance but i totally agree with you about that strategy having strategy having uh, so that's my question. Uh, I'm going to put this because you're going to laugh. You both rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my next question is uh, more in line of product management. Um, how you do strategy in product management? I know that there's many people that uh, talk about roadmaps, uh, initiatives, uh strategy, vision, product vision, and those kind of stuff. But I want to know how's your flavor of product management, right? And strategy uh, and, and uh, on your side. 
Awesome. Um, that's a that's another very interesting question because you know it depends. There is no right and wrong. It depends, in my opinion, on the current moment the company is going through uh, and the product as well. Like in Rocket Chat as a platform, um, there are you know different products built on top of the platform, and the stage of each product is different. So. I can give you an example right now. <clears throat> I'm sorry. The product that um, I am in charge of is going through a strategic transition, you know, because just to give you and, and, and your audience some context, um, I am uh, the product manager of the um, of a solution called Omnichannel. is a solution for B2C communication. And... Uh, Originally, this, this product was a feature set, you know, an important piece of the platform, but there, were, there was a, um, a corporate strategy driving the whole business. But as we are solving problems, different problems for different, uh, we are building different products for different problems, we need to have um, mm -hmm. a different strategy, right, for each vertical. But... Um, Ultimately, you know, um, I would say that strategy is, is the ability to translate value stream outputs into tangible, um, profitable outcomes, right? Capable of causing impact the target uh, market fit. So, um, you know, ultimately, the goal is to cause business impact. And you need to have a deep understanding of, uh, of your market fit you know, the customer pain points and, and how you will help them to solve their problems. That's how you keep your solution relevant in the market, which is that's a very competitive market, right? And that's why many companies in the software industry need product managers, right? Because they need to understand not only technology, but they need to understand the, the, the marketing needs, what the business needs, right? Uh, what the what are the changes in the market, right? Um, so no, I, I I totally agree, right? Because some sometimes uh, many companies they tend to forget they hire product owners, right, Renato? They hire product owners that are more tactical on the Scrum framework, uh, but they tend to forget about strategy. They tend to forget about let's do some market analysis, let's do the strategy. Let's do the road mapping. Let's do what brings more value to our company than doing these kind of feature or, or feature A or feature B or feature C, right? And that's why product managers have a like a more entrepreneur mindset. And that's why my next question is about product market fit. And that's the word that it's saying not only on the product managers, but also in, in the entrepreneur world, right? You need to achieve product market fit, right? To be a, a, a startup that starts to bring in more ARR, more annual recurring revenue, or a startup that's it's bringing more, um, it's bringing adoption. So what is product market fit for you? Because that's an important word and very powerful word for a startup and for success, right? So in summary, right? Um, I, I would describe a product market fit as a sort of process, um, a learning curve uh, where you validate ideas, assumptions, uh, where you identify um, the ideas that you deliver huge value to the market, right? You implement them, you launch, and you interact, you know, because, you know, um, when I look back in, through my career journey, I remember that when I was uh, working on uh, working as, as an engineer, I thought that software and product uh, were the same thing. They are not, right? No. Um, and, and great companies failed because they had great products, but they were not able to market it, right? So it's also about, and, and by the way, uh, within this tech uh, market, uh, you know, 
there is no blue ocean out there, right? It's really difficult to, um, to find your market fit. So, yeah. you know, you can build a great product, but, you know, what is your uniqueness? What only your solution does that other similar applications and, and platforms don't? So you need to have this unique uh, value proposition, right? And this way you can turn your solution into something, in, into a more attractive product. I totally agree about the red ocean, blue ocean. It's not that easy, right? To achieve yeah. product market fit. And now I, 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 I'm very excited what you said, uh, uh, Renato. Um, my, next, my next question is, how you make it in a in a very exciting you know startup like Rocket Chat? How you make it and be you know um, successful as a professional in a startup? Because many people are leaving their jobs in in big companies, right? Like Accenture, Akamai, IBM, and they're moving into this startup world, and because they they they, they want to have something different, right? And how you make it in this startup world and, and what are the differences? So my question is how you make it and be successful because you have been really successful and, and what's the difference between a more uh, stable kind of multinational big corporate positions and a startup, right? So those are my two questions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I really like challenges. And within the startup environment, you have plenty of them, right? And every single day is a new day, it's different, right? So, um, you know, but you know, you are not working alone. It's also about collaboration, you know? Uh, even though you are responsible for making important decisions because product manager is a business role, and you are not alone. So uh, to achieve success, you need to be a facilitator. You know, uh, you need to inspire people to buy in. They need to believe, you know, in your ideas. So you need to be able to. Uh, actually, one of, uh, in my opinion, one of the most important um, skills that every single product manager must have. You need to be a good storyteller, you know, um, and you need to uh, bring the that's, voice. That's a great skill, yeah. Yeah, and you need to bring the voice of the customer into processes because at the end of the day, you are you as a product manager, you you are not solving problems for the company you work for. You are solving problems for your customers, right? And um, I also. Uh, I believe that I'm lucky because, you know, throughout my journey in startup companies, I met great people, inspiring people, and they helped me um, to, uh, to improve my, my skill set, you know, to go the extra mile, uh, to feel encouraged, to make hard decisions. And, uh, you know, here at Rocket Chat, we have great people on the VC level and also great people that are there every single day getting the job done. So, you know, as I said before, to achieve success, you need to act as a facilitator and, and, and make things happen. No, amazing, amazing. Woo! You're, you're red hot, man. You're, you're on fire, man. <laughs> man, that storytelling stuff on Boys of the Customer, it's so true. Uh, because product managers, again, community, product managers are not product owners, okay? We are more than that. We are, uh, we're, we're not the mini CEOs. That's also not the, not. Absolutely agree. Uh, okay, because, but but we are problem solver, solvers, right? We're facil facilitators. We're people that need to be storytellers. So we, we are the voice of the customer so we can uh, validate those hypotheses uh, and, 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 and validate the, 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 the products that we're putting in 
but validating those problems and solutions and hypotheses before we release a feature. So it's important for us to have that facilitation skills. It's important for us to have those kind of storytelling skills, to have those communication skills if we want to be successful successful as a product manager. So no, Renato, amazing, amazing. I totally agree with you. And, um, um... If you don't yeah. mind, Ricardo, one more, one, one more thing, right? Um, and uh, within customer-centric cultures, you know, you need to, to be able to understand what the problems your, your, your customers are running into, what kind of problems they are facing. And the thing is, as said before, you are responsible for bringing the voice of the customer into uh, processes. But... The thing is, you need also to be able to um, to talk to them and understand real problems because customers they are not used uh, to saying you know what they need. They are used to saying what they want, and then we talked about requirements, not problems. So it's about your ability to understand the real problem because once you are solving problems rather than just building new features you can find problem market fit and bring huge impact for the business at scale. Man, that's so true. Because if we are just some uh, manufacturing kind of uh, manufacturing kind of culture that we just receive requirements and just put it as features, we're gonna have product market fit issues, right? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, so my next question is this, sometimes the developers and sometimes engineering or sometimes many people at the organizations, they say like, hey, I have the solution. I have the solution, right? But we as product managers, we come and say, hey, what is the problem? So that's my question, right? What it's... What's more important, the solution or the problem? Understanding the problem or understanding or having the solution? So just that's my, yeah, that's the question that I have, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like to ask a lot of questions, right? Uh, because I, I want to avoid any blind spot, right? Uh, making sure that we are not missing anything. And the thing is, you know, um, you as a, as a product manager, you are not responsible for um, determining how the problem will be solved. You should not be, right? Your engineers, they are uh, responsible for designing the best solution for a given product. Problem, sorry. Um, so, um, you know, the way I picture this, um, that is a process. The product manager is responsible for explaining why we should uh, work on uh, a given initiative. Why, you know, what is the rationale behind the initiative and other stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I think that it's also important for the success of any, any initiative. You have to have a good designer, some uh, with a good design thinking and problem thinking as well. Uh, because the designer That's true. is who is there to design what should be done for the problem to be solved. And together, you know, we'll connect why, what, and how, and then break things down. Um, then we can turn real uh, problem stories into initiatives and, not and, and, and deliver not just outputs, but real outcomes, right? So it's a, it's a collaborative uh, activity, in my opinion. No, amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I, I think uh, we need to uh, about, we need to determine the, 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 the why, the how, and the what. And, 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 and I totally agree with you about the, the good designer, right? Um, in Jalo, what we're trying to implement, it's a base camp kind of methodology or framework, Renato, that it's a fat marker. So we, what, what we do, it's like we define the problem. We define a little bit about the, um, uh, the how, the why, the what, right? 
about the, 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 the feature that we're trying to have some hypothesis that, you know, the customers uh, need a solution for. And we start on sketching, right? We start sketching like fat markers with pencils, really mess, really messy. And then the the then with Figma, Figma it's a just for the community's sake. Figma it's a it's a software or platform that the the visual designers or the product designers go and they construct the prototypes, right? They construct the MVPs or the prototypes in a in a visual way before we code it, right? Uh, and 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 a good designer now has okay. This is the problem. These are the key factors. This is the problem statement, and this is the possible sketch or, or fat marker. So I can visualize what the, the 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 product manager and so so I can put like a prototype, and then we start validating that prototype with engineering, and and it becomes a collaborative kind of uh um you know discovery process with with be, between different uh tripod departments yes. so so yeah. so i think it's it's really exciting because it becomes like um it becomes like okay let's validate this hypothesis the the designer comes and puts some something um at least a wireframe or a mock-up or i will say like a low fidelity prototype and we start validating with their customers to see if it's adoption or we need to uh you know adopt or iterate over or not yeah i i was about to mention the same you know uh the the resolution of, of a give a given problem um starts from usually, you know, some, some sort of discovery, user research, you know, because um, with discovery, you will find out what the competition is doing. And, you know, we went up with a good understanding of what you, you can and what you cannot, what you should and what we should not do. You know, we are not just looking for the right answers, but, what, but also what you should avoid. Um, Correct. And then you can... Um, you know, uh, because, you know, honestly, to deliver value, you do not need to recreate the wheel all the time. You know, that is long, low hanging fruit out there. That is legacy knowledge. You just need to make sure that whatever you are building is building on top of your visual identity and you are delivering the best user experience possible. Because, you know, um, at the end of the day, that's how users interact with your solution. It's how value is discovered, is perceived and not told. And that's a key element for the success of any solution, right? And I love this transition from low to high fidelity prototypes. And, uh, uh, you know, here in Rocket Chat, um, we, we, we like to um, bring customers into, into, into processes. We want to share with them uh, the evolution and the progress of of, uh, give, of, of of the initiatives and and collect feedback. You know, it's it's really nice to strengthen your relationship with your customers as well. When they feel like they are part of the problem, they can share their their pain points, and then you can make sure also that you are going in the right direction, solving problems yeah. for not just one single customer for uh, an entire market. And that's and that's really powerful what you said, uh, Renato. Uh, understanding the customer pain points, right? Because many 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 companies or many startups they just want to be a manufacturing company. Okay, let's just release, 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 and they don't understand the pain points of the customers. And this is key if they want to have product market fit, right? Yes, because, you know, um, in terms of even we, we didn't talk about metrics, but, you know, one of, of, of the goals of, of every product manager is um, to care about metrics such as the customer um, um, uh, lifetime value, right? Um, we want to increase it. So uh, when your customers feel like that you are there listening to their pain points, you know, you're also building lasting and loyalty relationships. That's also important for the success of your business, right? Uh, it's not just about customer acquisition, 
but also retention. Even because retention is must is much cheaper than acquisition. So it's all about your customers. And that's and that's really key what you said because we have different metrics, right? We have lifetime value, or and then we have customer acquisition, which is CAC, and also we have churn, right? And it's when when a when a when a client or a customer churn, it's pretty much I don't know I don't know what it's the percentage, but it's pretty much lost, right? Try to recover that kind of customer, it's pretty much almost impossible, right? Yeah. So if we want, if, if we can retain and have fidelity and of the, the customers that we already have, it's better than to acquire customers via CAC or even or 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 the current customers that we already lost. So yeah, yeah. customer acquisition cost is much uh, higher than it's much customer, higher yeah. than retention. So you need to take care of your customers, otherwise. Another solution will, will, will go after them. Yeah, and the competition is fierce in technology. Exactly. Um, let's see. Um, uh, I don't know. Another question that I have. Uh, we'll already talk about remote working. We'll already talk about product management. Um, let's see. Uh, how is Brazil? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> how is... How is uh, Just to give our community a little bit of insights, um, Renato, it's from, uh, you, you live in Porto Alegre, right, Renato? Um, one hour away from Porto Alegre, you okay. know, a small town. I like this kind of lifestyle, you know, and awesome. yes, but I'm, 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 I'm one hour from, from the capital of my state. From Porto Alegre, yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a big country, Brazil, Brazil, it's continental country, so... It's yeah. funny because in Jalo we we also have Brazilians. Uh, I know, like like I don't know, like twenty or twenty five Brazilians, and many they live like in in Porto Alegre, Floripa, uh, Sao Paulo, and 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 they're like, hey Ricardo, you need to go to Brazil, and it's like, man. I will need to book like 30 days of vacation just to to visit all of you, you know, because they 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 live like in different parts of Brazil everywhere. So it's like, man, and also I need to go to uh, to Porto Alegre to visit you as well and uh, so yeah, it's it's, and, it's so big. And for those who who don't know, um you mentioned before, right, Ricardo, there is a partnership between Rocket Chat and Yalo. Yeah. And um You know, we we have some meetings, um, and uh, do you know why uh, I know they live in different locations? Do you know? Yeah. Because because of the accent. <laughs> ah, yes, because of the accent. Yes, that's true. <laughs> like in Latin American, I, I talk Spanish, of course. So in Latin America, like in Central America, we talk different Spanish, right? And also in the big yeah. countries like Mexico, Colombia, they talk different accents, right? It's the same shit in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Because as you, as you mentioned, Brazil is a very big country. Um, and there are different cultures. Um, yeah. And when we, we, we can uh, gather together, you know, when we can chat and have a sort of informal conversation... We can talk about different cultures, you know, and uh, I am like traveling. I like to visit new places. In Brazil, in Brazil, there is there's a lot of them. So you know, whatever you know, what um, whatever I go, I like to talk to people, you know, to feel their their, their culture. Um, right. An accent is just one of uh, one element, you know, of the culture. Uh, you know, in terms of food, it's different. In terms of weather, it's different, and uh, that's amazing, right? When you and, can uh, met, meet, uh, when when you can meet new people and understand their, their own culture, and that's amazing, right? Because what I discovering in Rocket Chat and also now in Jalo, it's that you know people not only from Brazil but you know people from all the parts of Latin America and also all the parts of the world, right? Yeah. Europe, uh, the U.S. Uh, I don't know, New Zealand, Australia. So the culture, it brings you like, 
you know, you start like, uh, you know, it's so fun. And that's what's amazing about Rocket Chat and kudos to Gabriel Angel about constructing that kind of um, company that it's all in about accepting remote work and accepting, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, you can come work with us. And if you fit our culture, you're going to be, you're going to rock, right? You're going to be a rocketeer, right? So it's so great about this culture that you can become friends and you can have friends for, for, and, and, and also you can extend your networking, right? So you can know friends for, for, from everywhere in the world. So that's truly amazing. I absolutely agree. And, uh, you know, Rocket Chat is a global company since day one, you know, yes, um, a very small company, but that was the, the strategy, right? And I agree. Gabriel did a great job uh, building Rocket Chat on top of this culture. And uh, yeah. just to let you know, um, about two months ago, we had our uh, conference, internal conference, our summit. Yeah. Your summit and yeah. we, we, we finally um, um, gathered together, you know, a lot of people within the same room, people who you work together, you meet every single day, and then you can talk about different stuff, not just work, right? People were eager to meet, to meet each other and, and, and to exchange um, culture, right? You can, you, can, you know, you're, you're, the culture of, of the company benefits a lot from this kind of initiative. Yeah, totally. I think one of the best things that Rocket Chat offers is the their annual summit that they have, that they bring everyone together. It's amazing. Uh, I was, it's amazing. In Yalo, they have smaller it, it, between teams. They don't do like a big conference, but they do offsites between teams. But at least we, like for example, I had mine uh, in April that I went and we have like the platform teams and we went in, into Antigua, Guatemala and we were like Brazilians, uh, people from Mexico, people from Ecuador, people from Peru, people from everywhere in, in Latin America. And it was fun, right? We even uh, play paintball uh, and it was like, uh, the people from Guatemala, uh, uh, which are uh, more people from Guatemala in the teams, and the other people from other countries or the international countries. And we kick ass. The international <laughs> countries, we won the paintball uh, trials. So really? we were like, eh, yeah, as the international countries, we're, we're the best. That's fine. So, yeah, so, but I think those are the things that are making a difference in this kind of startups, right? Absolutely. Because they're bringing remote working, they're unifying, you know, different people with different cultures and they're making people have they're bringing their cultures their creatives uh, their creativity uh, their you know it, it doesn't matter the language you can unify the language in english for example and it doesn't matter and they can bring their own um the, their own piece of the cake, or that's what I try to to mean, right? They can bring on their, their their own piece of the uh, of the pie in, in into the company and 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 bring the and 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 make a difference, right? Uh, so I think it's it, it, it's amazing what Rocket Chat and 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 in, in a smaller degree uh, Jalo are been doing in terms and that's it's bringing awesome. a difference from other companies like Accenture or Akamai. Or other companies that say like, "Hey, you can be remote, but only in your country, right? Or you can be remote, uh, but only in these countries. Or we have many people from other countries, but you're not really interacting them with them uh, all the time, right? It, those are the key differences, right? Yes, and uh, in relation to organizing these these events, you know, as the company grows. Um, you know, you know, it's 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 really difficult to organize such uh, an event. Yeah. Um, the first, um, you know, I, I remember the first um, 
annual summit I participated about five years ago. Um, it was like 20 size, people? <laughs> yeah, the team size was about 20, 30 people. And now we're talking about, you know, 150, 200 people, you know, coming yeah. from different locations around of the globe. It's not easy, man. And, uh, you yeah. know, just a, a couple of days, a lot of, a lot of, of discussions and, 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 and so on. So, yes, um, you know, uh, kudos for people who are there organizing, you know, such a, a big event. Yeah, it's kudos for them because, for example, for our offsite, Jalo, it's a bigger company than Rocket Chat because they have like 350 people. So, for example, just our offsite was 80 people. Uh, so they were like, okay, and it was pretty crazy and stressful just to organize that offsite with that team, right? With different teams, right? I cannot imagine an annual summit which 200 people from Rocket Chat everywhere dispersed in the world. <laughs> you know, it has been, I don't know, the people, the head and people and everyone. I don't know. It has been crazy. Yes, definitely. We have some questions. I'm going to put it here. Oh, I know this guy again. So. He has good questions, man. He's enjoying the, the podcast, uh, yeah. positive feedback. So what are the boundaries of PM versus engineering versus sales versus marketing? Um, so that's, uh, that's a good question, right? Because uh, it's, it's, a, you know, it's all about the, the, the product lifecycle, in my opinion, right? Um, as we, we, we just talked you need to be able to identify the right problems to solve. It's not just about doing things right, but also doing the right things. And uh, I believe that here's exactly where the PM comes in, you know? Um, then you need to be able to um, implement, deliver with high quality. So um, the engineers are in charge of the, this, uh, this process, but that's not enough. You know, just launching an, a product is not enough. You need to market it and, uh, and create um, an effective strategy to sell it. So, you know, at the end of the day, within a product-led growth companies, each department uh, is there to help each other. You know, um, it's not just about um, doing software. It's how you can build a real product capable of solving uh, the right problems, market it, and sell it. So it's a journey, right? And that's the reason I am a big fan of the product-led growth culture, you know, because um, within this culture, the product is responsible for, for acquisition. And then uh, yeah. if you are delivering high-quality products, if you know, um, you know, the right, the right customers to sell it, you know, you will achieve success. But, you know, um, it's, um, it's not just one single department making decisions. It's a process. It's a culture. And all departments, they need to help each other. I love what you said about product-led growth kind of mindset, right? It's, uh, in, and it's not that easy, right? Not at all. I'm going to put the other question. I don't know. What are the cultural aspects of product-led growth in a global startup? In the same tone, man. Yes. Uh, so we we have a, a new fan here, uh, Ricardo. <laughs> uh, we have a new fan, yeah. So um, in, um, in early uh, stages, the startups, they tend to be feature-driven for obvious reasons, you know. That's a very common uh, growth strategy, right? But uh, I would say that in mid and, and in long term, it doesn't scale. So um, the sooner the real product market fit is found, uh, the better, right? So at some point, you need to find, you know, your market fit and scale, and I strongly believe that 
product-led growth culture can help you um, to speed up the process. Because at the end of the day, the, the main goal of, of product-led growth is to deliver value, progress, to progressively deliver value. I can even mention this SaaS market, you know? Um, SaaS market is usually um, a self-service environment. Um, your prospects, they are there. You don't even know they are there uh, if you have SaaS trial. Um, and, they, and then you need to walk them through the high, um, the high value capabilities, the high value features. There is no salesperson there. Right? There is no sales enablement here. They're helping them to, um, to, to, to figure out what the product is capable of. So again, I believe that product-led growth can help uh, companies um, to deliver value, um, uh, to bring value forward. That's my point, right? Because as I said before, it's all about value discovery. And the sooner um, your, your prospects hit the aha moment, the better because they will understand what your product is capable of. That's a, that's amazing. The aha moment. Do you know that the product management tool that it's called aha? I don't. There's a product management tool that it's called aha. And it's because of that phrase that you, that you, uh, that you said, uh, Renato, the aha moment. And that's really cool because it's the aha moment that you said like, oh, I achieved that product market feed and I'm not, and, and then I'm going product-led growth and I'm, that formula, basically what I'm trying to say, it's like, I have the, the formula, the formula and the blend so I can scale, right? Absolutely. That's my aha moment. So yeah, <laughs> I totally agree with you. And, uh, you know, when the, a prospect realizes that um, you know this is a solution that uh, will 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 solve my problems. Then you know they hit the habit moment when they go beyond, and using your product becomes a habit. That's wow. the ultimate that's, the ultimate goal, right? That's the ultimate dream. Like like I don't okay. know. Uh, TikTok, Facebook, Stripe, Absolutely. I don't know, those kind of platforms that we just say like, hey, I don't know. Uh, and that's my next question. Why do you think about chat GTP now? Oh, man, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, um, I'm going to put just this one. It's in Spanish, but it's saying, invitado y entrevistador de lujo. Uh, oh. guest, you're a luxury kind of guest and invitee. So yeah, it's from Manu. Manu, it's, uh, uh, my social, my co-founder. It's, uh, it's saying that, yeah, it's, you have been a great guest and invitee in this, uh, podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks. So, uh, I am still figuring it out. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's crazy. Is Chat GTP gonna be connected to Rocket Chat? Because I know that Rocket Chat it's like kind of ecosystem that it's gonna be hooked with everything. Who knows? Um, once Chat GPT um, is GDPR compliance, we can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but, but man, uh, uh, you know, um, a few days ago I was playing around Chat GPT. Because, you know, I am a big fan of, of artificial intelligence, machine, machine, machine learning, and other stuff like that. And, uh, man, um, that's crazy. You know, we're, right now, we are building, as, as I mentioned before, we are, we are building a brand new strategy for the, still, for the, for the solution that is still called Omnichain. It's going to change, yeah. so stay tuned. But anyway, um, you know, um, and we believe that with the incorporation of machine learning and artificial intelligence mechanisms into Rocket Chat, we can create something, uh, we can create 
you know, we can build innovation on top of, you know, um, our, our, our strategy. I mean, you know, uh, the idea is to uh, be a data privacy by design, you know, data privacy and protection uh, compliance. And we, we believe that we can achieve great results on top of artificial intelligence. And then I was trying to, um, to, to, to do, some, to do uh, some stuff like, A, um, I ask a question, can you please identify all of the PII information I'm sharing here? And man, that was crazy. Um, you know, all of the PII, personal identifiable, uh, identifiable information uh, uh, was highlighted. Uh, that was crazy, you know. I, I have never seen such capability before. No, and, and it's crazy. It's it's becoming an industry, not only chat GTP, right? Uh, I, I have seen in, in TikTok, like, for example, it has chat Sonic, Cintisha. Cintisha, it's like a, a company that offers video uh, that you put your video and it has an AI that talks and presents like uh, presentations or videos and you can tell him whatever you want and he can be a girl or a man talking and you can put and hook uh, chat GTPs. So for example, your chatbots in the past are way over, they're dead. So yes. now you don't need the chatbot, right? Uh, you have a person, you can you can uh, chat and ask the, the, the that person and it's a face or a man talking to you and it gives you all the answers. That's something else. Um, but, uh, you know, I am still figuring out what is yeah. the core purpose of ChatGPT. I don't know yet. No, we don't know. But but do, my next question is this. Are we, are we in the next wave of, of a technical revolution like I don't know, social networking like 10, 15 years before? Is this going to change everything? Uh, I get it. I hope so. Because, you know, I believe in, uh, in a world um, without um, um, silos in terms of communication, you know. And in here in Rocket Chat, we've been working on a very um, specific project that's called Federation, you know, and Federation is, is a solution built on top of mat matrix protocol. Matrix what, is the protocol core, yeah. what is the core purpose of, of matrix protocol? You know, remove uh, silos, um, you know, um, and, and imagine a world where you can uh, initiate a conversation on WhatsApp and somebody on, uh, on WeChat can reply or something like that. It's kind of a crazy thing, right? Um, I don't know if we ever be possible, but it will be awesome, you know, remove the disruption in digital communication, right? That's actually um, one of, of, in my opinion, one of, of the results of, of the digital transformation, right? And when it comes to innovation, you know, innovation is not exactly about technology, but, you know, your, your ability to adjust to... Um, change in, in user behavior. Yeah. And, and, and here's exactly where innovation comes in. So if there is a problem and there is a technology capable of solving that problem, why not? But again, I'm not sure if you were ready yet, but I believe we are going, we are going in the right direction. No, I think uh, the, the, big, the two biggest, co the, the two companies or companies more innovative that I have worked in my life have been RockChat and now Jalo. Because, for example, Jalo, it's making things that I'm so crazy, right? They're crazy. Like, they're in conversational commerce, applied to uh, WhatsApp, connected to uh, connected to WhatsApp, right? And they're doing recommendation with applied intelligence and, and machine learning. And they're going to be revolutionized, the CPG or Butler industry, right? So... Um, they're doing some crazy stuff that it's it's just crazy. And and Rocket Chat is the most secure open source community in the world, right? 
but the matrix protocol that you can unify, I don't know, you can talk in WeChat and you can it responds in, in WhatsApp or it can respond, I don't know, in Discord or it can respond in, I don't know, whatever you want. And I don't know if you can connect chat GTP and you can connect whatever you want there. It's gonna, man, if you achieve that, it's gonna, I don't know, it's so gonna blow your minds. It's, it's up to the product managers to bring those ideas, right? Or at least yeah. to, uh, uh, um, to boost innovation, right? Uh, yes. Uh, so, yes, let's see. Let's see how it goes. You know, I, I have good feelings. But, you know, digital transformation is not uh, something easy. It takes time, right? Because there, there, are, there is legacy technologies out there. It's Technical depth. Exactly. So, you know, it's not so easy to shut things down and, and, and now let's uh, uh, replace an old technology with a new one. Yeah, totally agree. And yeah, we already have an hour, but just give me, uh, it has been a, one of the best podcasts that I have been, uh, Renato. Well, you're an amazing guest. Oh, man, you're, you're amazing. Uh, I know Gremio, Gremio already uh, get the favorite team, the soccer, football. I don't say soccer, but well, uh, football, uh, Jogo Bonito uh, from Brazil. They got uh, Suarez, Luis Suarez in their team. So it's going to be amazing. Uh, we're going to be watching those games. And my last question is, um, where Renato see in terms of your career development as a product manager, I don't know, in five years. And that's so, my last question, man, just to wrap up. Yeah, time flies, right? That's so sad. Um, so, you know, my, my primary goal now is to master product management discipline. Um, we know that, you know, uh, as, as, as mentioned before, Product management is a business role. And uh, what uh, I really want to do is to, for Rocket Chat, you know, I want to I wanna go the extra mile. I want to cross boundaries. Um, it's time to be bold. And uh, what I want to do is to really create business impact and learn throughout the journey, you know. Obviously, I want to grow in my career. I am looking at um, head of product, something like that. But, you know, I need to be prepared for, for the next level. So my main goal is to uh, progressively deliver value for Rocket Chat and, and, and enjoy the journey, right? I want to master this discipline and, uh, you know, I think that's it. We're, we're going to be uh, cheering up and supporting you in your career, uh, Renato. Uh, both uh, oh, myself so and Intuitivo, and we're going to be cheering up and supporting your career. We know that you're going to be soon uh, a head of product soon in, in Rock and Chat or whatever. Whatever you uh, aim as goals in your life, you're going to be, you're going to rock. <laughs> uh, you're going to oh. rock tier. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna fly high uh, into space because you're you're a good first you're a good individual a good person and I think people uh, one of the key phrases that I have learned during my career is people do not remember titles fancy titles or do not remember uh, your positions in the companies they remember if you were a good person or not right. And you are a good person, man. Um, Likewise. And and also um, and and also, I think your capacity to solve problems, your capacity to unify, to be that storyteller, and the capacity to to solve quite you know complex problems because Rocket Chat it's a it's a complex you know innovator company, right? And you were a guru in my time. In, in the ability for you to understand and, and, and apply those product management skills and product management frameworks in a way that you did, uh, they were amazing. So we were we, we will be supporting, cheering up your your 
your career as a product manager and also we know that you're going to be uh, flying high, uh, hopefully as a head of product very soon. And, and thank you for this podcast. It has been great. It's our first podcast of many that we're going to have. We're going to be combining it uh, between English, Spanish, and hopefully I'm going to be learning some Portuguese. So hopefully <laughs> my next podcast with you are going to be in Portuguese, not English or Spanish. So we can be talking and, 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 and having a more broader audience in Brazil. Uh, but with your accent, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo, uh, you know, I don't know your final words, man. Yeah, just to, to wrap up thing, wrap wrap things up here. Um, it it was amazing, you know. It was an honor to be here to be your guest, and uh, I really like this kind of of conversation, uh, open topics, and your audience. Um, asking questions. Um, Gabriel is a very uh, fan of your podcast from now on. <laughs> yes. and, uh, and, and, and count on me, you know, I will be here, I will be around. Um, you know, I can say the same words you say to me, I can, I can say the same, you know, you know, I, I am a big fan of yours. And I'll be here, cheering for you. Um, and thanks for this, the opportunity to be here today. Thank you, Renato. I really appreciate And community, thank you so much. Uh, Renato Becker, he's great. Follow him um, in his uh, LinkedIn account. Um, also follow us in Intuitivo, um, our social networks, double N. Uh, because why double N? Because of innovation. So follow us. And these wrap-ups are our first podcast of 2023. Thank you, Renato. You're amazing. You rock, man. Thank you, man. Take care, man. Bye. Bye-bye.